Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 823 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined today by James Dean Raider, the man in denim. A man who owns a lot of denim, I would guess and assume. And a man who only owns one pair of denim jeans Ben Funky Askren, yeah. one pair of jeans. That's all the denim you have in your home? Uh, in, my, in my possession, I mean, my wife's got some jeans. Oh, yeah, that's a, f- a fair point. Um, yeah, but in my possession, yes, that would be the only thing. One pair of jeans, that's all this man needs. Uh-huh. Okay, it's a lesson for life, folks. It's a lesson about materialism. <laughs> Think about it. Okay, hey, how was your weekend, Ben? Everything good? Let me think. Um, yeah, I feel like it was pretty good. Um, we got uh, we got one more camp coming up. We got the alumni camp. I'm pretty excited about it. And so all of the sessions will be taught by someone who went to AWA who's now in college. Ooh. Um, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I'll play some disc golf this week. That's going to be fun. I got a, a lot of fun things going on. A lot of fun things. That's great. Funky Fresh ended yes. well, I assume. It did. Oh, I went to my cousin's wedding last weekend. It was in Iowa, and I stayed in Iowa City. Uh, but I didn't see – I was only there for like – I was in Iowa City for like a total of two hours non-sleeping. I didn't see any wrestlers, though. I was wandering around looking for some cauliflower here. Didn't see you're, any cauliflower. You're looking for them. <laughs> well, I, know, I, I bet I know where you could have looked and probably found them. <laughs> <laughs> I did not have time. Yeah. They're, they're not hard mm-hmm. to find. They're, they're a uh, consistent bunch when it comes to working out. Uh I know you can find, I know exactly, not just which room, I know where exactly you can find Spencer Lee. He is on a pull-up bar. Playing basically. Pokemon. No, no. he's playing Pokemon. I saw, his, he posted this morning, Christian. He was talking about some Pokemon, and I'm like, oh, man, I don't know what this dude's talking about. I love that you call him Pokemon. <laughs> I, I Initially, I did it out of accident, but then I, I realized it, like, annoyed people, so then I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to keep calling it Pokemon. He he's posting all these videos of him doing these feats of strength with pull-ups. 
Uh, they are pretty ridiculous. Like it's festive. Well, right here. Hold on. See, this is Spencer Lee's. Uh, I got to make sure. This is, is Spencer yeah. Lee. Uh-huh. You touch that button right there, you see a story. That's the Pokemon that, button. That's the, that's the Pokemon right there. I think that is, is that it? a Pokemon or not? I don't know. That looks like a Pokemon to me. We're not Pokemon enough to know. I love Pokemon. I'm pretty, I'm pretty I do love sure. Pokemon, but it has nothing to do with the cartoon, I'm, I'm afraid. Well, someone call me the Pokemon. How much I eat Poke. Wow. That's great. I had oh I had sushi twice in one day uh, at the in Dallas for this. Who's number one event? It was, it was JD. That was like a, a bad dad joke, and you're not a dad yet. <laughs> Listen, you don't wear a shirt like this, and not, you're not going to get a you're going to get a couple dad jokes off. I think that's. Fine. Hey, uh, how long did that match last? I, I saw one of my friends posting, and they were in like minute forty four of uh of the match. What that's was the match like? Exactly that's when it ended. <laughs> that's in fact when it ended, Ben. Um, oh really? Yeah, Felipe verbal verbal tapped. What do you mean verbal verbal <laughs> from what? He quit. He just said, "I'm tired. I'm out." Uh, essentially. Do you know what happened that day? No, tell it, me more. One of the crazier days of uh, in in flow sports. Um, okay. It was crazy. It was. Well, it woke up with a tragedy. Do you know who Leandro Lowe is? Oh yeah, it's, I see. Yeah, it's, so this guy is like, I would say the equivalent would be like Kyle Day, David Taylor level guy yeah mm-hmm. like not oh, yeah. the goat but like on the like one of the greatest ever was eight-time world champion yeah. eight-time world champion he won worlds yeah. but it's like he's not like old he won worlds in he's may 32 yeah he's 32 he's born in 89 and he was yeah. murdered the morning of the event and he's yeah was like best friends with felipe pena who was oh really i didn't yes, know that part at all oh, who was geez. devastated absolutely devastated and um, oh my god you know he was he didn't of, want to fight. He was wrestling with the, do I do it? Do I not do it? Can I, you know, there was some negotiating back and forth, and ultimately he decided just to do the fight, and then it was actually pretty compelling, competitive, and then ultimately uh, he just ran out of gas and was like, I'm done. And But there will be a rematch. rematch. There will be a rematch, so that's good news for, for the home team. Exciting Dang. news for, for jiu-jitsu. It was an amazing night. Yeah, that's that's wild. Uh, I I saw someone, I guess, and then I saw something in reference to um to that, which I didn't understand at the time. But there was a tweet that said, uh, "If you did a pin only match, would you rather quit after an hour or get pinned in the first six minutes?" Uh, I think as a as what is more honorable. Um, and so I mean, I think for me that that's pretty obvious. I would I would never want to give up, and I would think if I did make the choice to give up. Um, and I'm that high level that you could uh, make it look as though you got pinned. Yeah, you don't have to be that or high level to, uh, to get pinned, to simulate well, a pin. But, if, but especially if someone's trying to pin probably, you. It's probably not on purpose. You're probably just getting pinned because you're not good. Uh, precisely, but experience is the great teacher. So if you're in a situation where the man can't pin you, you can you can help him a lot. <laughs> See Ben, this is where I actually bring some. But you've been wisdom. pinned so many times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, you know what to do. I mean, I've never, I've never, uh, I've never had the the need to self pin, but I'm pretty sure if it came down to it and I was ready to be done. Um, Did you ever hear about my self pin story? And not uh, in a. Oh, I know what pin. happened. You were at the Central what? Missouri State Open, and no, you're like, if I get no. on the backside, I'm gonna go on a tear. I'm gonna get nine pins. 
That would have, that would have been a good idea, but I did not do that. If I pinned that son of a bitch from Oklahoma, <laughs> Central Missouri Open, I took him lightly. What was his name? He was, he was Oklahoma, I thought. Not not Oklahoma well, State, this, right? Well, this is a totally different story, but now you got me all fired up. You said something. I would have beat Dan Gable's record. I would have had 26 pins in a row, but I Jeff James. Jeff James. I took him lightly. I only beat him 19-7, but I had... I think six pins or seven pins before that in a row, and I had 19 after that. I would have pinned him also. I would have had the all-time record. Son of a gun, Jeff James. You blew it. My my self-pin story, though, my thing was takedowns in high school, right? Right. And so uh, I'd take these dudes down and let them go. So I'd shoot. uh, I don't remember. I shot like a single leg on this dude, right? And all of a sudden, he just like somehow falls, and he just clings to my underside. On the first takedown, I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm like trying to do like, like a push up, but he's like, he's like attached to me, you know? And then I'm like, oh, okay, fine. Like, I laid on him, you know? Cause like, uh, what else are you gonna do here? This is weird. You're like, I, I just like momentarily couldn't get him off me. And then, and then the ref calls the pin, and then his whole corner's pumped. They're like, ah! So <laughs> it was like, one takedown. They were trying to trick you, basically. Yes. That is hilarious. They thought it was the funniest thing ever. <laughs> that kind of is pin. Because you're you're just torturing these poor kid, helpless kids that can't do anything. You're uh, you're making them resort to just clinging on to you. It was funny. It's kind of funny. You kinda got you kind of got uh outmaneuvered there. Tricked. Uh, yeah, I did not see that one coming. I was not ready <laughs> for that tactic at all. Thought he had a little more pride than that. Oh man. Okay, wait. So back to the first back to the original question though. Um it, you would rather you would rather get pinned fast than give up, correct? And but now with, with you tell me what you told me about the Felipe Pena and his one of his really good friends dying. Yeah. Uh you're not gonna be in the right state of mind, man. That's, oh, that's he was not. One. Yeah, not at all. So I, that's a hard one to put on him because something like that happens, dude. You're all kinds of like yeah, your mind's just messed up. Bad. It's not like it was a week later. He found out that yeah. morning yeah. and then like had to, you know. Yeah, yeah. that's not it, good at all. Very, so very let's just sad. say, but let's just say, so ignore the Felipe Pena thing because yeah. uh, I, I actually, I give him a pass totally. Like, I don't know. That would be hard to compete if my best friend died that day or got shot, you know. Yeah. Um, but you're in a match, Christian. Which mm-hmm. one would you choose? Um, yeah, I would, get, I would much rather get pinned fast than quit. Just give up. Quitting is just, I mean, isn't that the worst thing the, you can do? I mean, I would think, other than like if, biting. If you thought you were gonna, I mean, because this happens within seven minute matches, you know, I talk about like the psychological battle. Yeah. And I've seen people do this, but if you, if the one person is getting to the point where they can't win the match, right? Whether because of the score or because of exhaustion or a combination of both, mm-hmm. uh, almost all, they always just send it. They always try like just a stupid throw, right? Like, yeah. I'm just gonna try to freaking grab you and bomb you and just maybe hope and pray that it works, right? And then you see like one out of a hundred works. Um, you know, you would think you would do that and just take get pinned instead of like, you know, giving up, right? Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Um, yeah. Also, Gordon has this thing. He was basically saying, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass this dude's guard a bunch of times and just torture him for a little bit before I decide to submit him." So I think he's like, "Dude, I'm not, I'm not." He couldn't though. He couldn't. He never even got put put a submission on. But really, just, yeah, in forty minutes. Nope. And Gordon kept uh, – he did have a nice reversal, but, like, he was the one starting to pull guard. Yeah. I mean, they, bo- they really? both – Yeah, they both had some really nice moments. He, it made Gordon look the most human 
Uh, he has in since like I don't know 2019. Wow. Yeah, it was crazy. So rematch will be Liddy City, but. Yeah, wow, crazy. We got some wrestling news. Um, we already talked about Teske, right? That already happened. We talked about that yeah, last absolutely. week. But Nacar Jr. announces Davidson's new head coach, leaving Lockhaven, going to take over at Davidson. Congrats to him. That's uh, that's great for a program that, you know, has is, is not been a high performer by any stretch. And so he'll have his work cut out for him, but well, He's I, done a so great I just, job at Lock I disagree Haven. here for a, a second because I, I, I really, I love this that he did this. You, you think they've done um, a high? You think they've been at a high level? No, no, no. no. I'm, I'm gonna take a different direction. David um, has not performed at a high level in any way, shape, or form. I was gonna say there are so many, um, and maybe if you're at Penn State or Ohio State, maybe I, I feel a little bit differently. But there's so many um, assistant coaches who, if you really believe, if you really believe in yourself and your skill set. The best thing you can do is go take one of these crap jobs when it opens up, mm-hmm. because if you do a good job, people are going to notice, and then when a better program, you're going to take a step up, right? And then yes. you take, I mean, we've seen this with say a Pat Pop obviously did a great job at Binghamton, and NC State wasn't even anything all that special when he took the job. No. Um, Brian Smith at Missouri, Missouri wasn't all that special when he took the job, and you know there he's actually had other opportunities. Um, you think of someone like Mark Cody at American. Obviously, from there, he had the opportunity to get a bigger job. He he kind of didn't do as well at that job. But these are always step-ups. Like, go take a chance on yourself. If you oh, think no, you for can sure. coach, go prove so, it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I love it. What were you disagreeing with? Uh, uh, I don't remember <laughs> what you said. but It was, it was just I, that Davidson just, is at a high level. No, there was something else you said about um, – oh, what did you say? I say he did a good job at Lock Haven. Maybe I maybe I uh maybe I wasn't disagreeing. Maybe I just wanted to battle like Ozzy. He wants seven forty five AM, he wants to battle. I just I think me and him we have a little too much uh disagreeableness. That's okay. I think it's a good thing to have. Um I just to, wanted to fight with you. That's okay. Well, I'm sure we'll have opportunities. I think it is a, a, a smart move for, for Nate, because if you do believe you can um if you I mean if you bring Davison to some level of prevalence, that would be a yeah. A real achievement, right? And there's yeah. obstacles and, there, right? It's not, it's not just the the fault of you know the previous leadership. There's yeah. it's not the easiest place to win for a variety of reasons. And, and there's the and being a head coach is a different job than being an assistant coach. So learn, you know, being in that position, learning that skill set is a a really good one. And again, if he can do a good job, he's going to get a shot somewhere else. And it's good that he's been you know cutting his teeth and kind of observing and learning mm-hmm. for, for a while before he's not like, okay, I was good in college and now I'm going to go and yeah. um, get it, be an assistant and just always be looking for head coach. There's assistant coaches like that. Like the second yeah, they get true. someplace, they're looking for the next little title bump somewhere else or this head coach, like they still their name and everything. Um, and Nate Carr was not a name like that. And I think it's, I think it's good. He learned from coach Moore at Lock Haven, who's done an awesome job. Um, so I think it's I think it's cool. I'm excited to see what we do. Hopefully yes. we can go visit and check out what they've got going on there. Um, a little sort of late in the game to make a change like this, right? For um, yeah, I don't I don't know the circumstances with the last coach leaving, so I guess I can't. Uh, yeah, I don't know either. I think he just stepped down, but um, yeah, that was kind of that was the only unique part to me. Hmm. Okay, so we're going to do some more – do you want to do some more tier stuff? 
Wait, well, I got I got a non-wrestling thing. Okay. He's going to love this. You know what my wife wanted to watch last night? I tweeted about this. I don't know if you checked my Twitter. You want you want to watch? Oh, uh, Roadhouse. She had never seen it. Roadhouse. <laughs> I I had only seen I've it. I've never seen uh, it. I because you know I don't see a lot of movies. Yeah, I, seen I feel Roadhouse. like I told my wife I feel like it was playing like five times a week on TNT or TBS or something like that when I was in college. So my roommates always like I'd just be wandering through and the Roadhouse would just be on. Like <laughs> you know, like all my team jokes about it. that movie is so bad. Holy uh, moly! And it's like. If that's really was that really how things were in the eighties? I'm not sure. I didn't really exist. I was five. You know, I don't. I wasn't at bars. But we, you know who we gotta reflection? ask? <laughs> Shane. It was guys, no, guys, he's not, guys. He's not that old. I got a quick one for old. you. Roadhouse. He's not that old, guys. No, yeah, he was. He says he wants to go back in time to 1984 every okay. single show. But he's not. There's no way Shane was 21 prior to 1990. But he knows, dude. He knows the 80s. What? We'll, we'll, we'll get had Shane a, on. A fake ID. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past okay, him. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll bring it up tomorrow and see. Bring if it up tomorrow. How old do you think Shane is? I think he's uh mid 40s, mid to late. I think he's like 10 years older than me. Okay. Yeah. So he he wasn't even eighteen, probably. Yeah. I'm fifty years old. Yeah, he probably wasn't eighteen. No, but still, you you, you know the culture. What's what's happening? Well, he's gonna know better than JD, who is negative, you know, twenty years old at, in in the eighties. So <laughs> it'll be something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll get. Oh, I bet he loves Roadhouse. Oh, is this kind of a quintessential oh, '80s movie, as I've come to understand it's, it. Not that it's I've seen so it. It's so bad, bro. It's so bad. That's how a lot of movies were in the '80s. All right, well, uh, I corny, check, cheesy. I gotta check it. These dudes, man, these dorks. So many of them at at Flow, they love the WWE and will watch these old late '90s WWE. How can you? But how can you be a WWE guy and not think that's so? It's cool. I but... did make Amy watch one of those. Like we're talking like WrestleMania three or something like that. It was hilarious. It was so funny. I was dying laughing. Yeah, Andre the Giant was there. Hulk Hogan. It was tremendous. That's that's a superstar squad. All right, we got to talk about one twenty five. Okay, let's enough's do it. enough. I Dan Hall says Red, Red House is one of the greatest movies ever. See, it's uh, that generation. They love it. I don't even know how old Dan Hall is, but he's that generation. I know who he is. It is a popular movie, though. Okay. Hello to the chat. I'm sorry. I haven't, I haven't been in there yet. And I've got to... Man, I swear. Well, you can't log into anything without having to hit a authentication or a, a Okta. We have all this security stuff. Now it uh, takes forever just to log in. trying to not get you hacked? Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's smart. All right. 125 tiers. We'll kick it over to JD. This is his pet project. He sets these up, and then we yell about them. Yes, so going to the to the light boys today, 125, pretty clear tier one. The, the only question is health with Spencer Lee and with surgery and however many months it is he's had to heal. You got to think he'll be back to at least close to peak form. Even if not peak form, I think he's still tier one, followed by tier two of Vito and Glory. And then tier three, you got your kind of your all Americans or your round of twelve guys from last year. Yes. So well, this is why I find this this weight class to be fascinating. Is man, uh, I mean, I don't want to be too mean, but a couple of these other tiers, you guys had some not so great guys in tier three. 
Um, and Brand Courtney, I don't know if you guys know this, he made the NCAA finals. Patrick mm-hmm. McKee took third place. Um, that being said, I feel like the tiers are, are actually justified. But this tier three, it almost seems like we should have a tier four, given that this tier three is so much good. better than, like, I don't remember what weight we were doing, 141 or 149 or maybe 57. Like, when you look at that, if you go that tier three versus this tier three, it's, like, worlds apart. Yeah, I've got a uh, – a, I actually made a little tier four uh, because I – You had, did. Yes, I did um, because I thought Good. the same thing you did. So – Anthony Noto, Liam Cronin, Robbie Howard, Malik Heinzelman, Trevor Master Giovanni, Caleb Smith, Matt Ramos is coming down, apparently. Mm, and you've got true freshman Corey Land, Troy Spratley. I don't know if they'll wrestle, but if not, I think they definitely belong in that sort of area. Um, so that was those were the names I came up with. And they're really good. You look at someone like Liam Cronin, who didn't make tier three, he's got wins over he has a lot of really good wins. He also was terrible last year. Um, <laughs> before you say it. Uh, but he's beaten McKee, Barnett twice, Foley, hey, Heinzelman, yeah. and Schroeder. What? Hey, he was terrible last year. Did you look it up? He was in no, red I shirt. I have not looked it up yet. It, okay. It was not good. Yeah. But, um. No, I feel, I feel like tier four is appropriate. I feel like it would be hard to, I mean, maybe Mastro would be the one, Mastro or Ramos, that you could argue into Tier 3, potentially. Um, yeah, I mean, Tier 3, though, I, when you look at the total amount of guys, you guys have one in Tier 1, which is correct, two mm-hmm. in Tier 2, which I think is correct. Um, and then Tier 3, the current one, you only have seven, so that only puts you down to, you know, to 10 guys. Yeah. Um, so, you know, one injury or one upset and, and, you know, in the round of 12 and someone like uh, those guys I mentioned. Or round or, of one uh, if you're Pat McKee. Yeah. Or round one. <laughs> or, you know, a Noah Certain or Malik Kinsleman, Matt Ramos, Trevor Master Giovanni. Like, these guys are they're one win away from sneaking in that uh, All-American spot. Yeah. Do And do we think – There's uh, almost um, – I feel like there's almost a line after maybe – Courtney, too, whether it's like separation, where it's like you feel like D'Agostino, McKee, Courtney are gonna finish top seven, like almost guaranteed. But like Barnett, Kaler, Camacho, Cardinal, like yeah, Barnett's been up, you know, up and down. Let's see. Oh, I feel like geez. they could all like. I did not realize Courtney did a semi slide last year. I forgot that. Damn. Yes. His only I, loss prior to the semi-slide was Patrick Glory. Whoa. Someone named Cade Millsaps is coming super aggressive about Caleb Smith. Caleb Smith from App- Appalachian State should be at least a tier three. Exclamation point, exclamation point, question mark, question mark. Yeah. Strong disagree. He did beat Pat McKee. Yeah, in the top side. And then lost to Shaver. <laughs> then it was right. I think it was round one. It was. Of course it was round one. And then... Caleb Smith has multiple that's losses. That's the draw you want at NCAA. He was yes. one and two, though. That's his only win. Yeah, that's it. And he lost to Fabian Gutierrez twice last year. He lost to Corbin Mink. Lost to a, a number of Ayala, dudes. Drake Ayala, Fabian Gutierrez. He's, hey, he's, he's tough. 
He lost. He lost six five. Yeah, I mean, listen, he's not bad. Uh, is he tier three? No, he's not tier three. Uh, in no. the, in this weight class, he's tier tier four. Probably would be fair. Yeah, tier four is very Corbin fair. Corbin Minkloss is not very good though. No, Shaver's also. Although Shaver did beat McKee, right? <laughs> yes. Shaver is. Uh, I mean, yeah, if a, he's a, if a win tough. over Pat McKee is gets you entry into the tier three list, it's going to that be that was what that was where you guys had messed up last year because you were like, but this guy had to win over Patrick McKee, and you're like, what? But what? But so do a lot of people. Yeah. Same for the the. Uh, Pat McKee and Eric Barnett are going to get a lot of people in discussion for various tiers. Yeah, uh, Shaver's. I'm looking at Shaver right now. He's got. Yeah, uh, he lost to Sheldon Seymour. He lost to Ryan Miller. Oh man, yeah, he you can't put him in tier three. There's no way, and you can't put him in tier three. And he beat Caleb Smith. So no, Caleb Smith can't be in tier three. He's out. Yes. Yes, indeed. Okay. Um, Agostino, how could he I feel like he did year. not have a great start and then he just finished really hot at NCAAs. Yes, yeah, well, he lost well, he, didn't, Ayala, he lost to Schrader. He didn't wrestle for a while either. So he started in Jan- January was his first match. Yes. Yeah. So which is yeah, a really fun had, time to start your your uh, season when you're in the Big Ten. He had a hell of a strong I mean, he beat Kaylor, Prada, Kaylor, Courtney three in a row. Yeah. Um NCAs. Yes, indeed. Um, yeah, this. I mean, I remember last year there was a lot of um, like mix them up. Like you know, for for a good twelve to fourteen spots at one twenty five, you felt like you mix them up. And obviously, in the, I feel like after tier three, I feel like that. Yes, I, I agree. Um, Brian asks what what. Um, what Corey Land has done to be in tier four, N- nothing at all. I was just, I listed two two high impact true freshmen. Well, I don't think Spratley's Spratley. going to start because McKee. Right. Um, another one, Joy Volk could though, who just beat uh, Spratley. That would be interesting for the U twenty world team. Yeah, I was just listing some of the high impacts, and with Teske gone, you know, we could see Land. Correct. And I don't think I don't think you and I would throw him out. If they didn't think he was ready, is he too are we big sure? for that? I was gonna say, is, are we sure he's a twenty-five? He just wrestled uh, one twenty-six um, at Fargo. No, he was one thirty-two. Beat Cannon Webster in the finals. He wrestled one twenty-six and one thirty-two, I believe. Am I making that up? He wrestled multiple weight he wrestled both Fargos. He wrestled Greco and freestyle. Why would he drop weight for Greco? No one Maybe I'm making that, that up. up. Or if he, he, he might have made it up. He's a JD's well, yeah, been workshopping some improv. Oh, Greco, right? Yeah, he wrestled 132. Yeah, so he might not. Even, he's probably not even at 25. He wrestled 126 in April. Okay, so we'll see. And he's he's I know he's been wrestling 126 because that's where Bray had him ranked. So, Caden Millsaps loves. Loves uh, Caleb Smith. He's citing losses to Nick Piccinini as, as, as grounds for inclusion. He's tough. Nick Piccinini? We, we're talking about Nick Piccinini and a loss at that. When was the last time he had eligibility? He lost 5-3 to Nicky P in Nick's senior year. Tarakina is another one we could mention. Oh, yeah. 
That that's I, so I feel like like so you have, be you have ten guys four. listed, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's a really strong ten. And then once you get to eleven, I feel like you could go a long ways and feel like this dude's pretty good. Yes. Yes. All right, Tanner Jack says, hear me out. Should Spencer really be on Tier 1 Island? His last NCAA result was squeaking by a Tier 3 Courtney, granted, without ACLs. Not totally true because he wrestled what, one match last year, Jacob Camacho. Yeah, what? Yeah, like two. He wrestled Jarrett Lane, I think, and Camacho, if I'm remembering. Yeah, that sounds right. Like uh-huh. two majors or something like that? Yeah, yeah. two majors. I mean, like, I, this is, yeah. This is, I kind of feel down. the same way because <laughs> Ruja and Gloria, they're so good. But then it's like, I feel like until they prove they can hang with Spencer, Spencer's got to be by himself. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Even ACLs, Spencer. But now he's got them. I know, that's what I'm saying. He hasn't had two ACLs since, I don't know. JD was in a diaper. JD was literally in a diaper. Mm-hmm. Um, which was actually more recent than many people realized. That's part of that's part of JD's testimony. It's uh, come a long way. It's in the stigma. Yeah. <laughs> if JD can wear adult diapers, so can we. It's all about it's all about efficiency. Did you, no did you guys realize Matt God. Ramos was going to down to one twenty five? I did not. I did not until, until I read. wrote this preview. Yeah, that's what? exciting. No, I thought that was. I thought that was common knowledge. Why did you think that was common knowledge? Uh, I don't remember where we talked about it, but I, I, I feel like it was well talked, well, well discussed. Is what I thought. Well, dang. Yeah, I did not realize that. Um, but it's. I mean, it makes sense with with Schroeder's graduation. I'm I'm yeah. excited to watch him. Spratley he came or excuse me, Ramos came on at the end. He beat Luke. It was Lucas Bird was his big win at NCAs, right? Yes. Okay. I do not. Yeah, I mean, that. he Ramos had a pretty he solid season over. at one thirty three. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. No, he was solid. Mm-hmm. Shall we one thirty three it up? The, the Sways asking about Sivo Puyan. He he he's got to prove himself. Yeah. I don't know. Asking about who? Steve O'Poolin. Oh, Steve O. Oh, got it. Yeah. He, because he did not. He's not he even tier did not four yet. Really, at this any point. matches last year. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Robbie Howard from Blake Magum. He's a, probably a tier four guy. Oh, yeah. yeah Robbie, for I mean, sure. Not impressed with his results at UWW Juniors. Uh, so, would love to wait and see him do a little better. Yes. Ted Carreras. Arusha and Glory both going up, correct? Like Telemann, Glory for sure is not. not. Vito, I think, is still possibly. I think Vito DVD. is going up. I think he will. So we should we should insert him in double both tier islands, double tiers. Um, okay. Anything else before we go to one twenty five? It's the Spencer Lee show. The, the Leavers Glory rivalry. That's not really a it doesn't rivalry, make sense. but just like the kind of... Oh, Lee versus Glory. I'm sorry. I was thinking Vito versus Glory. Yeah, well, that doesn't make sense, but also... They just take turns, like, beating each other up bad. Destroying each other. It was. Cl- I don't it, understand. It was close at NCAs, at least. And they totally screwed up that one call um, <laughs> in the match. But Lee versus Glory is, is at least going to have... It's going to have a lot of chatter around it. A lot of people will be really excited yeah. for that match. Um, when do they duel? Do, is the schedule's out? 
Schedules are not out, and I don't know if they're dueling again or not. Um, I hadn't heard that they're wrestling Princeton again, but I saw. I, I say that to Sean say... Gray. I saw him last night. Oh yeah, should have asked he... him. He, I mean, he was he was bragging about that they have the toughest schedule. Um, so I got to assume that they're not they really do. They, they go out of their way to insert treachery into their schedule. It's treachery. All right, we good? 33. Uh, I'm satisfied. You see at this fade. 33. We got a uh, pretty obvious tier one with RBY and Dayton Fix. I think there is no room for anyone else in that tier. And I don't see anyone emerging or threatening or getting into, into those two's realm. No. I, I agree. And then I think that JD did a great job here with the second tier of Kyle McGee, Lucas Bird, Chris Cannon, Sam Latona, who's moving up, Taylor Lamont, who's moving up, Dylan Ragason, and Mickey Phillippe. Um, uh, I'm going um, to disagree a little bit here. You could convince me that Lamont and Latona should maybe be tier three. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Latona. He, listen, he was good two years ago. Um he he did not have a great year last year. He was fourteen and nine. Uh, took quite a few L's. To I mean, they were pretty good. So it's all way related. He'll he'll be he'll be the best. Alleg- allegedly, you can surmise that, but you can't <laughs> prove it, right? He lost a certain. He lost a Teske. He lost a Heinzelman. Uh, he lost a Joe Mancio. I didn't even know that one. I'm always wrestling. That was at the. Uh, South, I remember, I remember really, the other one. That was in November. That was also remember when we were doing betting lines and we kept throwing him in every single one. Yes, oh, he kept yeah. losing. <laughs> yes, there's no scenario. Yeah, it was it was tough. I'm um, I'm hopeful. I, th- I say move him down. Man, I don't know. Yeah, come on, bro. Here's a Virginia Tech homer. That's why he's there. I didn't even realize he went to Virginia Tech until you said that. Stop. <laughs> like, why is he over Rayvon Foley? I mean, you could use the exact same logic for Rayvon Foley. Rayvon Foley probably has better, honestly, better wins than. Sam Latona does, and obviously he's got some not so great losses also. But um, Rayvon Foley was twenty nine and six last year. Uh, Sam Latona was fourteen and nine. JD, if you're going off of results, <laughs> yes, he should probably be tier three. <laughs> if, but you're if you're asking going me off of dog and gut and like where I feel like they finish, this is a little bit more where I see it. Yeah, so let's Ravon's the end of his yeah, season. Ravon's got to go great. up, or Latona's got to go down, or both. Yeah, so Ravon lost Rayvon's... to Ramos, yeah, Ryan, Courtney, and Bird, Cannon. He kind of lost his last four matches. Maybe he was like. hurt at the end of the year because, but prior to that, he's got a win over Ragason, Chris Cannon, uh, Matt Ramos. He beat thirteen to zero in their dual meet. I mean, he was pretty good prior to that earlier in the year. Yeah, I kind of, I, I think I gotta go agree with Ben. Either yes. get fully in there or probably back up. I think Latona. you gotta get fully in there if you beat Cannon. Yeah, and Ragason. Yeah. Then fully, yeah, fully is not all American though, because he. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He did in 2019 that 125. Oh, 20, oh yeah, yeah, 2019. Oh yeah. Yeah, because 2021 he was kind of uh, same thing, hot, hot and cold type thing where he had some good wins but some not so great losses type thing. 
Um, it was two and two at NCAs. Yeah, I would I would put Foley in there. Um, I'm set. Yeah, I can set the slide. You could definitely. Uh, be, Kyrie, uh, Kolioko, Hernandez, Mendez. I mean, Mendez, Buzakis definitely have the ability to. I mean, honestly, if you if you gave me betting odds, the most likely to move up to a tier one would be those guys because. They're the one who have the most variability. It's a tier one. Let's slow the roll. Yes, Let's slow the roll. Hey, listen. I don't know. I don't know if you saw this match. Mendez was up twelve three on Seth Gross, and Seth Gross beat Dayton two out of three uh, in Dayton's best style. Matter of fact. So um, I said I didn't say I think this is going to happen. I said if you gave me betting odds, that's probably okay, the yes. one I'm betting on because these other guys have been in college for. Two, three, four. Uh, some of them, probably, they're probably like they've shown their seven, level. So we know where some of these at. dudes are old. I feel like uh, so those guys have the the most upside potential to move up a couple tiers. Yeah, I think I think uh, when you said it, it was sort of jarring, Ben. But actually, you're right. And two those times two in a row, <laughs> those two will very likely be tier one some point in their career you would have to assume certainly everyone that's the hope at ohio state right now is that those guys emerge in such a way and these guys have been in the fire for they've they wrestled tough schedules so yeah yeah it'll Um, be i can't wait to see who they send out so you guys um you know 133 for a while was just like the best weight class and it was it was so amazing i i really i mean like these tier two guys are pretty good, but that tier three I feel like is a really big drop off, um, and almost would be worse than even if we went a tier four at uh, one twenty five. I think would be a little bit stronger than the tier three at one thirty three. Yes, mm, you feel oh, the tough. He had that crazy match with Dayton. Yeah, but that was. I, I I don't like bumping guys for losing close to good wrestlers. Yeah, I feel like that happens to. Like that's why he's tier three. Right. Yeah, I think that's well, right. Should he even let's see how how did he do his? Um, two and two losses to Ramos and uh, fixed. I mean, Ramos isn't even tier three at one twenty. To my point, Ramos is not tier three at one twenty five, and he beat Kyrie and knocked him out in his. Touche. Touche. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, Irene's got losses to Heilman, Philippi. Uh, he got killed by DeSanto. Yeah, yeah, he could be a tier three guy. I suppose. All he's right. not. He's not a strong tier three guy. When you when you look through his resume, it's not like, oh yeah, this guy's for sure. I mean, he's got. I don't think he has any top ten wins. Hmm. No, not. Yeah, there is a drop off one twenty five tier three to one thirty three. Man, who is his best win? His best win is actually probably Joe Heilman. Another brutal take here. McGee and Fix should be on the same tier and not tier one. McGee and Fix? Why? Why? I don't know. Because he thinks McGee's good or that. I mean, McGee is is good. Yeah. He's just not that good. Yeah. Well, he's not in the same strata as Dayton. Yeah. Dayton is unquestionably tier one. Sando lost it. Yeah. I mean,. His record last year is really good. He he only has losses. Oh my god, I, I forgot about one. Do you guys know? Okay, quiz question because I was got this wrong. He Joe Greenwood really good losses. How'd you know that? I I remember. 
I would have not remembered that at all. So it's lost to RBY, Fix, and DeSanto, and Job Greenwood, of all people. And now after that, I thought Greenwood was going to be not really good, but... Not what happened. Yes. Yes. What in the world? Yep, yep, yep. Wild. Dang. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Man, more... more, Everyone named Brian. We've got Brian Hellickson. He doesn't think uh, Dayton should be tier one either. It's probably just we have a lot of Penn State fans in the I chat. I mean, there. you guys. Alexson's an it. Iowa guy. Oh, know? really? Yeah. Whoa, you man, guys can make Dayton. an argument. RBY. You could make an argument. <laughs> make an argument here, Christian. Really? If the islands. Okay, so listen, if I'm drawn and we got an archipelago going on out here, right? Maybe uh-huh. tier two is a little bit of a peninsula, right? And then there's a peninsula. And then there's a relatively large body of water, you know, a couple miles of water. And yeah. then there's one island, right? And then there's a little bit like you can almost jump across this. You know, if I if I like slingshot you, I could I could slingshot you across to the next island. Yeah. But then there's, there is another island, maybe. Mm. Yeah. I'm not... Do you not like the idea of me putting you in a slingshot? Uh, <laughs> I'm sure it's a visual many have had uh, throughout their lives, but. <laughs> I don't know, man. He Larry only... Seal says it too. Well, these... Or he he says the opposite. He's a PSU guy. And he says fixes tier one. Yeah, it's, he's lost three two and in sudden victory to to Roman. He's on his tier. He's, okay, and he's also on. body. He beat he Can beat I... McGee five one. He pinned Chris Cannon. Well, that's what we're saying. If if he's yeah, if he's a tier two, he's tier two island. Yeah, tier two island. An archipelago. That's what I said. I don't like that either. It would be RBY tier one, Dayton tier two, and then tier three would be McGee, Bird, Cannon, yeah. Lamont, Rice, I don't, and I don't really hate it. Uh, hey, can I ask you a question then, Christian? No. If it <laughs> – okay, I give up. I'm kidding. Please. Uh, if, uh, if Fix Fig, – we'll put in Fix uh, it hurts himself, right? And and DeSanto has another year. It's just DeSanto and RBY. So you put DeSanto on his tier two island. Yeah. So you go tier one, RBY, tier two, DeSanto, tier three, the rest. Yes. Okay, I agree. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I will miss DeSanto. I will. Hey, did we talk about his performance? Did we bring this up? We did, I can't remember. I think maybe I did. Okay, I did. Yeah, he beat beat, uh, DeShazer. Bad. He, he well, he laced him up. It was one zero at the, at the break, and then he took him down and got a lace, and that was it. DeSanto having transition is uh, that's something else for a guy who's wrestled so much folk style and, and not a ton of freestyle. To yeah. lace up someone he's that, super that strong, kind of... just pull those legs. DeSanto just crush those legs together and, the, and lace him up. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be um, yeah. Excited to watch his his freestyle career unfold. Yes, I agree. The fix hater. You guys ever do another flow card? You guys should put him on a flow card. No. Christian, if you <laughs> I mean, we might do anyone, it on a flow card. If you could pick anyone for uh, Austin DeSanto to wrestle right now, who would you pick? Musikayev. <laughs> hey, actually, you guys Musikayev are would have now. size. Coach Messenbrink was asking me last night. He said Musikayev's fighting mixed martial arts, and I said, I don't think so. Yeah, he's like, he's, yeah, he's, he's 2-0. Oh, so, okay, this is a thing. Yeah. It's a thing. Speaking of mixed oh. martial artists, 
Bo Nickel. Oh yeah, he's fighting tonight. He's fighting tonight. I think I saw he's like a minus twenty one hundred favorite. Probably. He's, I hope he's fighting someone at least slight, remotely more competitive than the last dude he fought. I mean, if it's if it's minus twenty one hundred, that's that. He looks a, he looks a little bit more competitive. Like they didn't just the last take some dude rough. off the street. Uh, what did that dude say? He had like a hilarious like post afterwards. Like he the yelled, other guy, he said "f you, Bo," and then he got knocked out. Yeah, <laughs> and like had like Wait, Reese's what? cups for like his like pre-fight meal or something. I don't know. It was something hilarious. But Bo's guy missed roofer. weight this time. His guy missed weight. Yeah, by a pound <clears throat> and a half. That is unbelievable. That's it's not very close. believable. Um, <laughs> it's totally believable. <laughs> it's just unbelievable how prevalent it is. Hey, you would um uh. You would uh, you would love this, Christian. You're really having an impact on the culture because last night, and it's probably my brought today. Someone someone brought up um, the take me doing the takedown thing, and 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 I said how many I got, and then one of the kids was like, "You must have been wrestling all plumbers." Ah! <laughs> I love it. If that's if that's our uh, if that's our contribution into it, I like how Bo's doing his uh, his. MMA career. I think you should get a. What do you mean by that? As in fight some bums. Don't don't do Pico where you have a legit fight out the gate and you have someone really good. Like get some well, highlight I, reels and start to work your way into it. Yeah, I would argue he's going to move pretty fast. That that's that's just my my guess here. Yeah, he's, and I I think you should. I actually think you should move fast. Maybe not quite as fast as Pico. I think there's some middle ground there. Like a couple easy fights, um, like he's had. But this is number four for him, correct? Or five? What are we on? Four? I thought this was his third, but perhaps I'm uh, third. Bo Nickel. Um, Three, four, five. Okay. So somewhere in there. Um, yeah. So like here, but he's probably going to get signed to the UFC. So then, you know, someone like, uh, um, you know, a Sean O'Malley, who's now like 15 and one, they finally jumped him up big time in skill level, but they kind of kept him fighting uh, guys who weren't that good for, for a while. And and dude, he's got a huge name. Like they really built him up into a personality. Um, whereas like, you know, five years ago or ten years ago, like if you were that good, they were kind of rushing you to a title shot. Yeah. So I I think um they'll probably do somewhere in the middle with Bo where they'll probably give him maybe a few easier fights. Because the middle middleweight division does not have a lot of wrestlers right now. Like they're really thin on wrestlers, so a wrestler could get in that division in. Um, really make some moves fast. Keith Gothard breaks it down perfectly. He says, plumbers Uh-oh. equals freestyle, roofers equals Greco. That's <laughs> how we can distinct, make the distinction via the tradesman. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of people are excited about this. Um, think but Keith says Bo will be champion within four years. Seems seems possible. I see it. When are you going to let Keith Gothard host an MMA show? On flow, <laughs> uh, he's pitching himself. I don't know. You know, he. It's like, can being a a legendary Facebook commenter translate to uh, the big screen? I feel, like, saying. I feel like the answer is yes. I feel like if you, uh, I don't. You know, know what to say YouTube. to type. You know what to say, right? He knows what. To and you're type. very invested in in the in the subject material. I feel like a lot of you guys, uh, maybe the earlier flow employees, were ones that came up on the message boards. Oh, I yeah, that was me. I was definitely a message board warrior message right board here. Warrior. And you were involved <laughs> in the discussion, and you know what people wanted to hear, so boom, it translates. 
Yeah. Keith Gothard, your show starts next Monday. He said, oh, it translates. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Um, yeah, but we don't have really a big presence in MMA, so I don't see us starting an MMA show. But That's not really what you guys do. It's not really what we do. Yeah. All right. Gavin McCarron would tune in, so that's good to know. All what right. uh, what odds would you need to say to put money down that Bo will become UFC champ? Uh they still need uh, to be plus. Uh, what, I think at this point, what any, time window are we talking about? Any time window, no time window. Any time. So by no, the end of no his career, I think that's a solid bet. I bet you wouldn't even. I mean, because if you think about other guys, so we'll say. Um, you know, Bo did not make a world team, but we're going to say he's like, he's at that level, obviously. You guys would agree where he's world class. 23 world champ. Yeah. Yeah. He's world class. Of the guys he, who have gotten into him. mixed martial arts, who have been truly world class, um, I would say it's a high percentage who have won a high level world title. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, because now, now since, since my class of 2008, uh, you know, I, I think you could definitely, I would make the argument that Ed Ruth was world-class. Um, yes. He obviously didn't pan out. Pico, uh, would be world-class. Yes. I think he's still young. He's still like 25. Um, obviously like you mentioned, Christian, I think he probably didn't have the ideal start, but now he's won six or seven in a row now. I think he's kind of moving in that. No, man. What? The more I think about it, like, I don't know. Kamaru Usman is not world class. He was he was senior well, level. I didn't but... say you had to be world class. To, I but... didn't say to be world class, but I said if you are world class, then I mean, Steve Mako was, and it didn't work out. Um, okay, who else? So, so I'll say I didn't I didn't win UFC title. I want a high level belt, um, and so you can take my name out. You can call me a failure if you want. I'm okay with that. I will not. But, that's you fine. Beat, it's fine. It's fine. You beat a, a you beat a UFC champion. Okay, it's fine. But so you have Daniel Cormier. You have Henry Cejudo. Those guys are both world class, and and they achieved at that level. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's not a lot of guys who made the transition. So then you would say Ed Ruth didn't, uh, Steve Mako did not. But he started. The thing is, Steve Mako didn't start until he was 33 or what was it? After, it was after 2012. Because for like, a long time he, he didn't take his effing shoes off. Still shoes still on for Steve. <laughs> yeah, so that was a while. But um, how old was was Daniel? Daniel's old too. He was, he was old. Like he did two. He did two Olympic maybe. cycles. Yeah, and then he still yeah. won two, multiple UFC belts. Um, and so, but then who are the guys prior to that that were world class that also did well? There, there was a couple of them. prior Mo to them. Mo Wall uh, really, Mo, Mo won a strike force belt, right? Yeah, he was good. Kevin he Jackson was, yeah. fought for the title. He only had like that was. Bad. I know he, he had, had like two fights. fights though, I think <laughs> two fights or something. So got a title um, shot. Yeah, so I guess maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's like a 50-50, guys, because there are not yeah, a lot John of Yeah, because John Jones and Colby are are super high level. And, I mean, J- John Jones may be the greatest of all time. He was not high. Correct. He was, he was a, a good wrestler, but not close to world-class, nor was Colby Covington. But the thing is, there's just not a lot of guys who you would actually consider world-class who go on to then fight. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, True. The, the number is not that big. Well, because it's obviously – it's hard to achieve that status of being an actual world-class wrestler. It's very hard to achieve that status. And so, therefore, there's going to be a smaller number, whereas guys who achieve, like, NCAA All-American level status, uh, right, uh, Tyron Woodley, uh, Colby Covington, Usman, John Jones, and I can keep going, right? There's a lot of these type of guys um, because the, the threshold is lower. 
Um, and yes, a lot of those guys are going to achieve. Cause I do think in wrestling there, there are in MMA, there's a, once you cross the threshold of your wrestling is good enough, like, which is like, you know, NCL Americans really high level wrestling. You can generally use it to do what you want type thing. A lot that of people are getting on you, Ben, for underselling your own career. I mean, I don't know. I still want to, I don't want to, yeah, whatever. I don't want to brag or I, I don't want, I don't even want to have that discussion. I, I would like to leave myself out of it and just have a totally separate discussion. Okay. Yeah, that, okay. Well, I, we can still, we can still brag on our friend. <laughs> uh, well, I appreciate that. Could, could, what, is there a chance? What would you, what odds would you need that Bo wins a fight via spank submission? <laughs> what is that? I don't know that submission. Well, he spanked Zahid Valencia relentlessly. Well, then he, he might, that might, they might consider that tapping out. That's you remember true. that fight when Hard Randy tap. Couture had a... Uh, who was he beating up? Randy Couture was beating up uh, Vitor? Maybe this is, I mean, this is, a, a, this is old, old, old MMA. Hey, Randy Couture... Didn't Matt Linlin, like, out. fake tap once? Matt Linlin did. No, no, but Randy, like, had him stuffed. Like, he was stuffing a submission attempt and then was slapping him on the butt. And everyone's saying, like, he tapped out. Like, it was like a joke, you know, because obviously he wasn't tapping out. But, I mean, in MMA, if you do this, that that's a tap, you know? Like, so everyone joked, like, oh, they should have stopped. Vitor should have. I think it's Vitor. Vitor should have won because he was tapping. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so was Bo Nickel tapping I, out against the Heat Valencia? That's now the question that's on everyone's mind. Yes. I mean, I, I just wouldn't do that motion. Yeah, I, I wouldn't do that motion if I were in mixed martial arts because if they said you tapped, you can't really argue you did freaking tap. Yeah, you can't unspank that behind. Uh, it kind of came up on the wrestling team the other day, and Ben can speak to it more, but one of our, our guys was like, yeah, I feel like more high-level wrestlers should make the transition to grappling. That's specifically what we're talking about. I guess you can throw MMA in there too. But what I'm saying is like you have trained your entire life to be world Olympic champion. Like, and if you're – we were talking about Jason Nolfs specifically. Um, He likes grappling a little bit, yeah. Yeah, he was down in Austin training with some of the clubs down here and doing camps and whatnot. And I'm like, yeah, but Jason Nolfs is number two or three on the ladder. So close. Like, yes, you're that close, and, like, you just – it's not a total restart, but it, it's a bit yeah. of a restart. Definitely. The only argument someone would have would be that I, I do believe grapplers are paid – I mean, you guys are experts here. I think grapplers are paid better, unfortunately. Um, so I think that would be the only argument. But RTC guys are making okay livings right now. Maybe you want to maybe you know maybe Jason Nolf wants to retire from wrestling in a couple of years after say twenty twenty four and he doesn't really want to do anything else then yeah sure maybe jujitsu would be a good outlet for him um, but like what I see like, I think people want I mean for me there's definitely more grappling opportunities and I've just said no so um, like I don't grapple at all I go to the wrestling academy I teach wrestling I wrestle with some of the guys um, unfortunately flow there's no wrestling opportunities you know if we did a pin only maybe I'd be in I'm not sure. Uh, I'd have to really think about it. Like it sounds for me, it sounds like a lot of fun, but then it's like, oh, I should probably actually like train like seriously, not just wrestle high school kids. Um, uh, but yes, yeah, so there's no opportunity for wrestling. Like just, uh, I don't want to say as a hobby. Uh, I guess as a profession. What do you, what would you guys consider that? 
Exactly. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, the sport is um, revolves around World and Olympic Championships, and yeah. athletes don't see a lot of value in doing anything that is not in support of that, and they view competing yeah. as a they're not they're not as into it, and they're paid a lot just to train, yes, and pursue that one thing, and then there's you know the coaches don't really care about and you know and that's uh, different in jujitsu. Extremely different. Could not be more different. Completely okay. different culture. Yes. So that um, that's the issue. Yeah. So I mean, like in wrestling, coaches are like the main decision makers for the entire sport, not just like like they 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 are given the direction for the sport, which like yeah. doesn't really make sense, but it's where we are. Well, this yeah turned into like a why is wrestling different than grappling? discussion i was more talking about like should they yeah yeah i mean i think but someone like jason should they if no if, or, or not like should they but like why don't they because because it would take i mean to, it, exactly it be the you best have to of restart the full-time thing yes and, but I mean, even even in wrestling so i mean this is like i, I actually did this so i speak to this but even even being the best in the world at wrestling is it's a full-time thing like you have to focus all your energy on it. so like in 2010 when i came back and i thought you know, uh, who made the effing team? Someone who I didn't think was that I, someone I thought I could beat in 2009 made the team. I tried in 2008, someone else made the team in 2009, thought I could beat them. 2010, I had signed the contract with Bellator. So I had three, I had April, May, and June fight. And I thought, oh, I could still train. I can only train wrestling. I'll train wrestling half the days and I'll do MMA the other half of the days. Mm-hmm. And so at the MMA competition, it wasn't a high level. And so I beat all them dudes up despite training half wrestling. Um, but the wrestling, I you know, I just I could I, I lost in the semifinals of the trials, and I just wasn't on the same level because I was doing it half time, you know. And so it's like Noel, if Noel wants to beat Kyle Dake and he's gonna take six hours of training a week and put it towards jujitsu, that ain't gonna happen. Yeah, exactly. Like he, he needs to put, I won't say a hundred percent, but somewhere near a hundred percent of his time focused on wrestling. Yeah, I mean, it it just depends on what you. What your goals are? If you want to find a goal to make the Olympic team, right? Yeah, if that's your goal, then and all the and like if we're talking about Jason Nolf, like since the time he was probably six years old, that's been his goal. Yeah, it doesn't. It's not as easy as just okay. I give up on this goal and I now pursue something else. When you, especially when you're that close, like you said, though, like an NCAA All American type who can take a realistic look at himself and go, "Yeah, "Yeah, I'm probably never going to win an Olympic medal." Yeah. Why then? I guess. I guess easier. my question is, with, with the jujitsu MMA thing, why would you choose to just go jujitsu when you could just go into MMA where you'll get some jujitsu training, but ultimately, like, Does pay you off take all the head head tra- head trauma. You don't. Get to, yeah. yeah. I would. I would. So I. With the way I would view it Fair. is like, hey, um, uh, someone gets a college degree, right? They're a good wrestler, NCAA American, or or some somewhere around that level, you know. And they get done, and they go get a job, um, and they work eight hours a day, and they're, they're twenty three or twenty four, so they're probably not married, and they don't have kids. And it's like, well, what else can you do today? You got to do something. So, I mean, you could maybe help out with a wrestling club, or coach, or go find a jujitsu gym, and then just do right. You want to stay physically active. Lifting and running is boring as shit, right? So you want to like wrestle or grapple or, or do something like that. So you find a jujitsu gym, and then just because you're an NCL American. You're probably already like a purple belt ish, right? You're good. You know how to move sure. your body. You're strong. 
you can battle. Um, and then you do it for a year and you're like, Hey, this is kind of fun. I kind of like this, you know, and then you're kind of a brown belt, you know, and then you just, and then someone's like, Hey, you want to take a fight? Sure. Yeah. You know, not a fight, a grappling match. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. It sounds like fun. That's kind of how I would view it. Yeah. I think if, if one of these guys wanted to immerse and really do it, they could like someone like Nolf could be really high level in probably a year. If he like went to Danaher's gym and just like, all right, I'm moving yeah. to Austin. I'm training with Danaher. I'm moving to Austin. We're training with Craig Jones. He would be really, yeah. really high level, really fast. Period. Agreed. But there's other guys. I mean, aren't some of those other guys who've done really well? Like, uh, I thought, um, uh, was it what's Nicky Rod? Don't. Nicky Rod didn't Tony have a wrestling background though? Also, like a high school, a decent high school wrestler. Who? Um, I. Gary oh, Gary Tonin. Tonin. Yeah, he wrestled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Michael Pixley's coming up. Like... He was a good. Yeah. Who? Division two wrestler Michael Pixley. He's a Daisy Fresh oh, guy. Oh yeah, yep, I remember him. Yeah. So like, yeah, and that's kind of how I view it. And I mean, I, I've advised this of other guys who like they have a solid job, and MMA is a stupid career. Like it is a guys, it is a really that's why bad I didn't career. do it. So, so I, the themselves. Like, if you graduate college and you have a good job and you need to get an urge satiated uh, because you like to battle because you were a college wrestler, <laughs> don't go fight. Like, if you have a good job, go do jujitsu. Like, it's fun. You're going to get to choke someone. You get to try to battle them every day. And, you know, it's going to be fine. Like, just do that. Try to You're be a black a battler, Try man. to be good at it. Battling dude, asking. there's some dudes. I, I honestly, with my son, with my son, I'm understanding myself more. And, and Amy said something today. It's like, I just love to battle. Like, I like grabbing people and like trying to manipulate them um, the way I want to. Hmm. And but Ozzy, Sean Gray came over last night, and then Ozzy's like, "Hey, you want to battle? You want to go downstairs?" <laughs> last week, Lauren Louis came over. He's like. He went through a signal. I said, you need to battle me downstairs right now. Like, <laughs> he just wants to battle. I got, you want to see a funny video? Yeah. Like, it's it's literally making my- Don't show him I, Roadhouse. I, watch this. This is from, can you see this? This is from gymnastics last night. Yep. Like, this is that gymnastics class. Ah, oh, damn. Water you keep missing. There you go. Boom. He just takes that dude down. He's in the green shirt. Just takes that dude down. Like, <laughs> gymnastics class. He's supposed to be a gymnastics class, and he's just wrestling this dude. How are you letting him go to gymnastics but not wrestling yet? Because he's not five, so he can't wrestle. Well, he could. He can be no. a gymnast, but he can't be a wrestler. Uh, listen, they believe, in, they believe in child abuse. I don't. <laughs> You're sending your kid there. <laughs> Amy, the other day, someone said something about uh, this is my, uh, I, I mean, I'm, I'm embellishing a little bit for sake of um, comedy. Yeah, but Amy, I actually went to gymnastics last week. I think I was because oh, I was coaching at Funky Fresh. So I took the night off from regular practice, and um, someone said something about like a seven-year-old doing like five practices a week at gymnastics. You know, they do like five five days a week, three hours. That's child abuse. And I said it. I said, dude, that I don't. I disagree. That's child abuse. I would never do that to my kid. Dude. And Amy's like, we're at gymnastics. You gotta be quiet. I'm like, nope, I won't be quiet. That's child abuse. <laughs> I agree, man. There's there's some kids that i know around here that are doing that four or five days a week hours and hours and hours like that is not good when they're seven not good because at seven i mean christian you have kids jd you're out of this discussion you can't talk about i've I've turned out (laughs) at seven they are not making their own decisions at seven like they can say things but it's so heavily influenced like uh 
I could convince Ozzy he's a transformer. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I could talk into Andy to thinking she's a freaking mermaid. Like they're so heavily influenced by the things they're hearing. So if they're saying, yeah, I want to go to gymnastics three hours a day, they're, they're being influenced by someone, whether it's a coach or a parent or whatever. I literally had this exact conversation yesterday about, yes. about wrestling with, I was like, um, see, I don't, he never said it, but I could tell he, Caleb wasn't necessarily wanting to go to practice. He like stayed up late and he was out at the water park all day and he was like tired. And he's like, he'll go, he'll go. If I, I was like, I know he'll go if I ask him, he'll do anything I ask him to do. But yeah. like, I only want him to go if he like wants to go. And he, so he like, he got out of his own funk and then he like, just explained that he really wanted to go without me ever having to bring it up. But like, yeah, yeah. Kids, and he's so, and he's eleven, yeah. right? A seven yeah. year old? Oh my gosh, he'll no, do anything. Kids they don't, don't even know. really start thinking like totally like thinking for themselves. I I feel like if an eleven year old is doing it, it's super mature. Uh, but 12, 13, 14, some of them, some of them don't do it till like fourteen, fifteen, maybe sixteen if they're super immature. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Hundred um, percent. Yeah, and, and what I mean by what I mean by mature thinking is like the the whole um, it's it's an emotional it's an emotional maturity of saying if I I don't I don't really want to do this right now or I don't want to do it all the way but if I I want to do this because if I do this and this this is going to lead to that mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying like for me like I, I actually love wrestling so that would be like drilling I I hate I hated drilling I, I found it to be so boring you know. Yeah, but there's a lot of days where I'd say like I'm gonna freaking drill this because I'm gonna drill this because I want to be good at this, and if I don't drill it, I'm not gonna be good at it. Yeah. I'd rather just wrestle, shake hands, let's wrestle. You know what I'm saying? That's another conversation so, we had yesterday, because like <laughs> they didn't go live yesterday at practice. He was yeah. like, I really just love wrestling, wrestling. I was like, <laughs> I, was like I know. He said he really does. That's like his favorite part. He yeah. loves going live. It's like man, but. The drilling is going to make your life even more fun. It's going to be more fun of a part of the, the practice. And they go live pretty frequently. So it was a rare practice they didn't. Uh, but, yeah, it's funny. It is fun. But it's good that he likes to, like, do the act of wrestling. So that's exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tanner Jack, do you think grapplers talk about transitioning to wrestling? Definitely not. No. They hate it. It's the least favorite part <laughs> of thing they're like open about it. like this is terrible these guys are crazy they're savages like nikki ryan like apex predator jujitsu guys like i hate wrestling practice it is the worst they do it because they have to and they know they have to have some level of wrestling proficiency That's to be what good we just talked about making an uh uh intel emotionally intelligent decision exactly um okay <laughs> keith gothard wrestlers hate tough wrestling grapplers hate all wrestling perhaps that's uh, a little close to true all right um do we want to go to some questions here hey i thought uh, people in the comments are kind of not liking t i thought everyone enjoyed tears i always enjoyed tears as a listener they don't uh, these are the deviants you know the uh, deviants huh? the, mo the this is a small portion the small passionate um fan base the commenters the uh, the fans at home, I think, appreciate the tear talk. <laughs> I'm watching yeah. the uh, I'm watching Randy Couture slap uh, Tito Ortiz's butt. Oh, it's Tito! That's who it was. I said Vitor. It was Tito. Yes. Oh my gosh. Randy Classic. <laughs> Maybe he did. Um. Mark Coleman, uh, world class wrestler, actually won a, he won a UFC title. 
Kevin Randleman was good. Randleman, I don't, dude, Randleman, I don't think he ever competed in international wrestling, did he? I mean, NCAA. No, it's just so Ohio good. State. Yeah. Really, really good. Yeah. If you're an NCAA champ, I'll, I'll put you on that. World class. Yeah, for sure. Uh, my name of Jeff says, uh, can you guys jog my memory of this? What was the context of the one of the Brands brothers? It was Terry saying they don't want to see tough wrestling or something to that effect. So it was Terry, and it was in the Spencer Ragason match at Big Tens. And I don't know what was being asked for by, or I don't know what the official was doing or what the Michigan staff was saying or doing, but basically whatever they were doing, Terry didn't like, and he said they don't like tough I wrestling. I, I was it they were whining about the because uh, everyone whines oh, about this with Spencer, and it's, it's a fair whine. Yeah, how they how his bar turns this direction. Yeah, was it that? Yes, I think it was. Okay, they don't like his bar. He he so gets he gets away with it a little bit, but part of it's the only he doesn't stick his arm like all the way in there. He only sticks it a little bit, so you, it's kind of like harder to see the angle of the fist arm yes he's uh yeah you can you can get sneaky with it he's very good he's very good hey guys uh this is from richard uh Kinsierski. with the new rule that freshmen can wrestle five times and not lose their red shirt does a tournament count as one or individual matches counted thanks so the question about the individual tournaments, um, I actually asked a coach this morning, and he actually didn't even know. So I think there's maybe what? a little confusion there. But it wouldn't, like, if you go to CKLV and you wrestle six matches, five matches, that wouldn't count as all five. The question is, would that count as two if you wrestled on two dates? Which Two weigh-ins. Is it, two, number, is it number of weigh-ins or number of competition? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because I think it isn't, what's the terminology, like, Event date? Dates. Dates. Yeah. You don't know anything about dates. Tomorrow is the 10th. I know that. Oh, there you go. I just (laughs) meant like dates with chicks. (laughs) Wait, is it the 10th? Dang, already. Flying by this month. Okay, so yeah, we don't know. We'll find out soon, though. JD's leaving to go uh, to the junior I know. I won't be here Thursday. Dang. And then for our... A while. <laughs> and then for a while, you will be a Bulgarian. Bulgarian will you bring boy. back some bags? I think he's going to get married over there. <laughs> bring home a wife? Is Colleen coming? <laughs> no. Nope. Or are you just going to get a new wife? That would be interesting. A well, new first married, wife. Are you, JD? He's not married. No, no. I'm not. He's not married. Dang. You come. I'll tell your wife I said that. Delete this part <laughs> of the podcast. Yes. Okay. Uh, anything else before we depart on this fine Tuesday? Um, I can't wait to talk to Shane Sparks about Roadhouse. About, uh, Roadhouse I almost want to watch it tonight. Is it? I wonder where it's it, streaming. Watch you know, the first do... twenty minutes, and that's all you need, Christian. House, I streaming. Where is it streaming for free? If I had to guess, I'd like, say this, AMC this Plus. Fubo TV. I actually have Fubo. That's how we watch the dang Astros. Um, oh yeah. Let me see. Let me see Just turn on actually... Roadhouse right now. Oh, I nailed it with the AMC though. It's on AMC. <laughs> oh, it's going to have commercials apparently, but I can watch it. It's going to make it take even longer. 1989. 1989, I bet Shane really does know. Is this Patrick Swayze? Yes, it is. Okay. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. Shane's going to have the, the most uh, outrageous take on Roadhouse tomorrow. It's going to be great. Yeah, he will have a strong opinion. Yes. 
<laughs> yeah, I bet. Patrick's Patrick Swayze, top five man crush for me, guys. That that could that was pretty good. That could be that could be a sentence. Ryan Deacon, Patrick Swayze. I'm not sure who else. Oh yeah, here we go. Whoops, sentence. sorry. <laughs> I, I, it's Roadhouse, but also FRL is playing. All right. Oh my goodness. I've got I, I some think, work to I do. I think you might be right. I think you might be right on that one. You might have nailed that. All right. Can I take Mike Mal's job? No, Mike Mal's not going anywhere. Well, he actually is yeah, going I actually, somewhere. Well, I actually thought this too because he posted a picture of himself going to uh, California or something like that. So I figured, hey, he's leaving Flow. No, he said in the in the post it said he was continuing to work for for Flow. Um. So yeah, he's um. Let me read that far. I just saw a picture of the Poway shirt. Yes. And I said, hey, it was a long post. Illiterate Ben Askren, but yes, he is moving to. Poway, he's going to be one of the, he's going to be the club coach there in Poway. And he's going to continue to, which is basically what he's been doing in Texas, but he's going to do it in Poway. It's a really awesome opportunity for him and his great family. And he's still going to be able to do all the things he does for Flow Wrestling. He's going to keep the exact same job at Flow. Exact same job. Very cool. Very cool. So, yeah, you can't have Mike Mal's job because he still has Mike Mal's job. If you can take him down, even still, you can't. Sorry. He's irreplaceable. Um, you think Keith Gothard could take down Mike Mal? Absolutely not. Keith's a big dude. <laughs> Doesn't matter. He can't oh, take him down. Keith, I'm sorry. Them's are fighting words. If, if it's just like, hey, let's go. If they just slap hands, take down wins, Mike will get him. 100%. Woo! Oh, that, uh, I mean, I want to see it. Put it on <laughs> FRL next Tuesday. Yes. Do we hire software engineers that know a lot about wrestling and pay like six figures? Like six figures? Maybe. I don't know. I guess I assume we have software. Do we have software engineers? We have engineers. Are they you guys software? Guys, software engineers. Come yes. on, you're, you're a tech company. I mean, I don't know. I really, I literally don't know. But yeah, literally. of course, Joe Caprino, please apply. Um, didn't Joe Caprino got- do something really cool for us? I feel like. Did he make a graph or a chart or a database or something that was awesome? I don't know. Are you thinking of Kozak? Joe, you made something for us. Joe, tell us what you made for us. So the problem is when, when you and I are talking right now, the, the lag to Facebook is a good 15, 20 seconds. So I can say this, and then we're not going to see the answer for a while. Yeah. Gothard says he'd Splatle, but he spelled it wrong. There's only one D in Splatle. <laughs> he says spladdle Mike. You don't know you, Christian, you just splattle. don't know you don't know that move. Is that an Illinois move, the spladdle? Spladdle. Um <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know. But yeah, I, I can't remember okay. what Joe did, but he is very he's good like that. Larry Steele says Caprino definitely made something. Oh yes, that was it. The the semifinals records and finals records. Oh my gosh, coaches. yeah. That was awesome. Hire this man. <laughs> <laughs> Hire him to be an engineer of soft of spreadsheets. Yes. All right. Take down tournament for the Facebook chat. That would be I'm actually I'm amazing. in on that. That sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean I want to see it. <laughs> oh my gosh, if we could organize that, that would be so so amazing. Santa Sion needs to come back. I agree. I agree completely. The issue is no one has a reason really to come here anymore to this to the studio because it's an empty place where we just do events now no one actually works here other than than us um a couple other people a couple other 
I'm yeah. not sure what they do, though. We're not even sure. They might be in software engineers. They could be software engineers that just got moved over here. They have a, they have to earn their their place at Congress. Um, okay. We're really leaving. It's really All over. Right. I'm out of here. I can't wait till tomorrow. I'm so excited to hear Shane Sparks talk about Myers. I'm going to watch Roadhouse. Have you seen it? I've seen it. He's uh, seen it. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to have – I'm going to – I might take notes during it. Um, okay. Roadhouse Breakdown coming tomorrow. I'm not even going to – Roadhouse Radio Live. I'm not even going to tee Shane up. I'm not even going to be like, hey, you know, I just know in my heart he's seen Roadhouse. I just sure. have to know it yeah, I'm sure and believe it. And we're going to base the entire show around that presumption. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow. It could be our biggest show ever. There's no way to know. Um, thanks a lot. We'll see you then. Happy Tuesday. Goodbye.